usual questions answered and uh, get all that going. Sounds good. All right, cool. So I'm going to kick everything off and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Right. And before get started, all right, just want to make sure our recording's going. All right. So I want to thank everyone for joining us today. We're here with the MSP Initiative. If you have not uh, seen the MSP Initiative yet, we are a collaboration of vendors bringing the top education with the top industry experts to you. Um, this is a project that's been building up for quite a while now, but really was accelerated due to the obvious current crisis we're dealing with with COVID-19. Idea here being that we can bring some real life relevant uh, experience and uh, areas of your business that might be affected by this and help you guys get through this. Um, our goal is really to bring people like James, who we have on today, um, to tell you about true things that will either are happening now or will be happening as this thing progresses. So um, without any further ado, I want to welcome a good friend and a great channel uh, experience leader, uh, James Beyer of Bar Staffing. Thank you, Alec, for having me. It's uh, it's good to be on with you. Interesting times indeed. But uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I remain optimistic, I, I think, and I know yeah, offline that uh, uh, this, this could present quite an opportunity for our IT service provider, MSP partners that, that, that we work with so closely, our channel. Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, definitely a weird time. I mean, for me, I've, I've worked from home for quite a while. And I know you and I are on the road quite a bit together. So, um, you know, with me, it's it's not as much of a, of, of a out of the norm, but um, I know for our partners, I just saw a massive impact of that one day coming home and getting a request that every single end client you service need to go work from home, um, from phones to computers to VPNs to everything being set up. Uh, it's a pretty daunting task on the industry. So it's it's really great to see how everyone's kind of rallied together um, to help each other through this. I mean, there's been some really um, great leaders popping up in the space, just helping out, giving advice. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to be a part of that. And, help bring some education. Hopefully we can impact somebody's business or help them continue to grow. I mean, your business is, is uh, you know, you've been around doing this for how many years now? As uh, our staff been doing uh, our, parent, our parent company just turned, rolled 19 years in February. So uh, we are actually a pre 9-11 company. So uh, we've been here before. Uh, and I, I, I truly believe that the engine that, that, that spurs our economy is, is is the entrepreneur is a small business owner uh and that's who we service so that, that has me most excited actually with with with, with this crisis with tragedy it comes opportunity and innovation and i'm excited to take that ride with our absolutely i think we'll see a lot of cool trends coming out of this i think uh working from home won't be as out of the norm uh, in the future because i think we'll all see the best practices and how to do it and i think you know as a world right now we're learning how to work from home so it's that that'll be a pretty interesting impact. Uh, do you think that'll impact you guys going forward? Do you think you'll see more requests for remote employees, or do you think it'll still be really? I want everyone in a brick and mortar in my you know, area. We started to see that sort of migration to a, a mm -hmm. flex workspace, be it, be it a a hybrid home office. Uh, the, the the concept, of course, being uh, that that you could work seamlessly from either. It's it's. Uh, hoteling almost situation i've heard that term before where uh 
many larger enterprise companies don't even really have desks or cubes anymore. Uh, you've got a powerful laptop. You, you, you can plug in virtually at, at any office uh, as long as you have a high-speed internet connection and, and docking capabilities. So um, that type of work, and we've seen this with our partners, uh, that, that's really sort of been the focus over the last three weeks as we talked now at the beginning of April 2020. Uh, most companies of any size are forced to now work in that environment. And, and that's taken our partner community, uh, the, the total solution providers out there, uh, and given them a, a whole new workload that, uh, that's, that, that I, I believe, to your point, Alec, will now become sort of the rule versus the exception or the, the vanity uh, of some of these offices set up a, a, a redundant work home environment um, now will become sort of the norm. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, for me, I worked in a couple different companies, some that absolutely had no interest in having anyone outside of the core office. And I, I mean, there is definitely things that all of us miss, I think, from being in an office, water cooler talk and all, you know, all of that, for, for lack of a better term. But I think um, you've seen us get creative and innovative, like you said. I mean, I, I've been on loads of virtual happy hours and just kind of catch up with familiar faces, whether it's a, a partner or just a vendor we work with. I'm seeing that more and more. And that is definitely a nice aspect of uh, what's come out of this. It's definitely more of a collaborative feel of working from home. I know for us, when I joined B-Boy, my um, company I'm with now, we looked at, um, you know, brick and mortar location up where I am. And honestly, we just didn't need it. We, we've been very efficient working remotely. Um, we have staff in London and Arizona and Dallas, Texas, and Philadelphia, and um, kind of all over the globe. And for us, we've always worked well together because of tools like video chat and, um, you know, obviously phones and things like that have helped us just stay in touch and, and in communication. We didn't really need it. I mean, JetBlue, which is obviously a major U.S. Uh, company, is 100% remote. So yeah. it's out there. And there's plenty of them doing. Yeah. And, and as we look at, at our clients, our channel, uh, the MSPs that, that we service, uh, they have begun to set up a lot. You see the traditional knock war room with, with the, uh, uh, the documentation boards up and the ticket ticket queues up visible for the entire office. That's there. Uh, but certainly we've seen that modern integrators, even before the crisis set in, had begun to set up, had begun, excuse me, to set up their, their teams to be able to work remotely. Who could have possibly envisioned what we're in right now. I, 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 I think that it, it would be difficult to think that that virtually all enterprises, from uh, hospitality to sports uh, uh, to entertainment, movie theaters, bowling alleys, everything has simply just stopped. Uh, that 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 is that was tough to foresee. That that is tough to, oh, uh, to contain. But our clients, our our integrators that we work with. They have become very visionary in setting up their teams to be able to work remotely for things like a 24 by 7 support desk, uh, response times that, that can, be, can be drastically reduced if somebody can, can get on, sometimes even just on their phone, uh, and, and check a ticket. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, I, I think you're right. We are in an industry that's more prepared for this than, than most. Um, you know, we, we are in the industry where these people have spent years or, or their entire careers finding better and better and better tools to allow them to remote manage their clients or, 
you know, whether it's a phone or a desktop or a backup device, whatever it is, you know, the solutions have gotten better and better to help you remote manage because for, you know, in our industry as MSPs, it, the most expensive thing you'll ever do is a truck roll. So whatever, you know, solution providers we can do to slim that down and stop them from having to do that um, has been a huge, you know, almost an army race in, uh, in, in the MSP software space. So it's been nice to see that um, we were a little bit better prepared, I think, than some. Um, and you're right. I think that visionary aspect of the MSP entrepreneurial spirit definitely added to it quite a bit. Um, yeah, one thing I actually – oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. I, I was just going to say that uh, uh, we, we have seen and, and we, we believe we've talked to people throughout our channel that have said, you know, once once we once we normalize and then come come out of it, uh, the need for a, a modern progressive MSP will never be higher. Uh, it, it, it makes perfect sense now. Uh, I, I suspect that, that this will help sell uh, the concept of an MSP of a total solution provider to a potential prospect, uh, to a mid-sized business. It no longer makes sense to have uh, uh, a large IT footprint. It no longer makes sense to, to, to have internal IT that are costly, you know, may, may go through attrition, waves of attrition. Uh, the, the more practical, the more efficient, and the more cost-effective business is through a solution integrator, through a partner, through a partner that, that's still focused, is keeping a network up, running remotely, brick and mortar, through the cloud. Absolutely, and and I think that uh, you hit it on the head there. I mean, things like this. I mean, everything looks great from a technology perspective as long as it works. But the first time that something truly goes down a server, or you get a ransomware, or something like this, that is the absolute test of are we set up properly? Are, are all the solutions that are needed to really do this in place, right? I mean, if you don't have a backup and you get a ransomware, you're gonna have a really, really bad day as a business. Um, but if that's in place, you're okay. You know, if you have a good VPN set up, if you have a good phone set up for working from home, if you have, you know, all these things, remote desktop, you're ready to tackle something like this. It's gonna be uncomfortable. And we're gonna miss aspects of being in the office but we'll get through it from a business and you can keep moving forward. And that's the most important thing. I mean, um, I think it's been a lot of uh, different kind of viewpoints have come out of it. One of the things I actually heard yesterday on a call was, have you seen, um, I, I mean, in your business, I know in ours, we've definitely seen a change. Uh, I know some of the MSPs even said, when they're reaching out now, they're getting to people more. You know, that, that, that gatekeeper almost mentality isn't in the way um, of, you know, that, that front desk receptionist. We stop in the calls. I think you know, for the first time that that CEO is not running around the office. He's at home. He's he's reachable. Um, are you seeing some change in that as well? I I, I think I could could echo that as well, Alec. I I, I do. Um, when when we engage, we know that uh, have ticket queues that that are stacking up, uh, and it's it's become now uh, really two buckets of of integrators that, we, that that we've seen, um, you know, are as I mentioned at the beginning, our core belief is that this this will provide an opportunity for the, our entire partner community to, to really innovate and for one MSP to separate themselves uh, through through planning, uh, through, mm -hmm. through uh, 
process or uh, deliverables, being able to, to have the right solution stack. But at the end of the day, ticket queues are still are still piling up. And chief among these, uh, these requests are setting up VPNs. How do we get everyone remote? Uh, and these are things that our, our channel has been preaching for years now. So um, when, when we engage with, with channel partners, we see it. Uh, certainly, there's there's you know, there's reason for concern, but the it really has has given me some spirit of optimism to hear how some partners truly are embracing this, working with their clients, and of course, that's the. Having compassion in this is, is, is uh, I've heard many people say it, the, the way not only through a, a, a tech a, a technology footprint we get through this, but through yeah. all of humankind is we have to do this together. This is a communal effort. We will endure. We will be back. Uh, but but it is it the need is still out there. Being, being how do how do we kill tickets when I when I was already understaffed on February one from April one. Now I've got my queue is twice what it was back then. What do I do? Easily, absolutely. And and I know that that's one of the biggest reasons you know I reached out to you and wanted you on here. I think you're one of the kind of the the, the most hot button topic right now in an MSP, right? Is staffing. Um, you, you know that and that's exactly it. I if I already had a rec app, I said, hey, we're trending up and our business is starting to the point where I'm going to need to bring in somebody or maybe we're replacing somebody that that left. Um, that change hasn't 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 moved at all. It's still there. Um, you know, you, you've hired in-house, out-of-house, you know, you've hired all over the world. What are your suggestions if I'm an MSP and, and you're right? Some of them, their ticket queues are two, three, four times higher than it's probably ever been, especially when you have people working on home laptops and home home networks and all these, you know, variables. So what are a couple of best practices? Well, one of the things that, that, that we find uh, is when dealing with the cadence or the pace of an MSP, very difficult to, to define, very difficult uh, to understand what is different, that type of, uh, of technology support, and quite frankly, that type of technologist. Uh, you really only know it by being in it. So. Uh, we 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 fielded calls for the last two or three weeks. Look, guys, I, I've got to hire. I've got to hire. Um, what what do we do? And one of the things that, that we preach is, you know, really at this point in time, it makes sense to to really try to stay find somebody that that, that comes out of an existing channel partner. Okay, um, so that is oftentimes the best predictor of success. To find a technologist, whether that's you know a level one help desk or all the way up to a, a, a senior architect, find somebody that comes from our channel. Uh, use that as as a as sort of a, a common thread uh, because it's going to be difficult to take on you know the the the, uh, the project candidate, somebody that that may test well through some testing, uh, but. Or, or have a uh, alphabet soup of, of certifications, uh, what we would preach first and foremost, let's find somebody that's had success within a channel partner. Uh, maybe not, maybe they left and now they're, they're, they're looking, because this, this is a really critical time in history as well. There are truly good people now that are going to flood the open market. 
there, there are unfortunately some partners out there that, that will have to let good talent go. Uh, so now we're, we're going to have a much different type of, uh, of, of, of issue when it comes to the talent pool. Uh, to, some, to some extent, it may, may become oversaturated. How, how do we get through all the white noise? Uh, but, but really, uh, if there's one takeaway that, that, that we would like to instill with any MSP that's going through these staffing challenges, try to find somebody that's been there that knows the cadence and the pace of an MSP. It is much different uh, than working for a bank or a university uh, uh, system, uh, you know, answering tickets in a queue, uh, that, that, that the, the, the pace issue uh, is now more so than ever a, a, key, a key variable. So, um, you know, I, I think for us, the big thing would be, um, you know, follow question to that is, how do we deal with the, the, the next stage of this, right? So, okay, you, you have some great points, we're ready to hire. What do I do to hire remotely? Is there, um, you know, best practice for that? I mean, I think a lot of people hire off of that, that gut feeling, that cultural fit, um, that in-person handshake. What replaces that? You know, how, is it Zoom? Is it something like, like a video conference like this? Okay. You know, how, how do I get that? Good question. Um, and we always like to preach to, to our partners, ha have a plan. Okay. Um, and that plan can be tweaked. And, and, you know, typically what we, what we see is, um, and this is on average, so everyone's unique, but some version of a, of an initial phone call. Sometimes that's, that's with, a uh, an HR or an office manager. So, uh, a sort of a gateway, a gatekeeper, an entry point. Um, then maybe some series of testing, uh, a mix of cultural and technical, uh, then a then a face to face, which is probably more of an intensive deep dive, uh, and then there'd be a final. A lot of times we're seeing now a social gathering, a lunch, a happy hour, a dinner, uh, bring a spouse, that type of thing. Um, so by and large, uh, an interview process should remain or can remain virtually the same and, and contiguous. Uh, of course, the, the social gatherings are difficult now uh, in that face-to-face -face interview. Uh, as our session is right now, uh, it, it's although it's not the same as, as being able to have somebody sit them down in a conference room or, or a, um, a lot of times we're seeing people use uh, um, you know, a lab setting where they, they break something or they, they, they do mock calls or uh, a, a mock triage issue. Uh, you can still get creative and do those things. Right, right now, in the short term, using Teams or, or, or a WebEx platform like this, uh, we'll, we'll unfortunately probably have to suffice for that face-to-face. That -face but an initial phone call can still happen. Testing can still happen. happen. Uh, and and then use this an intensive uh, a Zoom team session as as the stand-in for a face-to-face -face panel. Okay.
Yeah, no, I think, I think that's a great point. I mean, you mentioned um, testing in there. Are you seeing that become more prevalent in the MSP space? Are you seeing a lot of MSPs put those out? Yeah, t testing is it's, it's been there. I think uh, there's certainly more options now, more so than ever. Uh, we, we, we look at testing uh, as a tool. And we counsel our partners to do use testing, um, be it technical or cultural or, or some mix thereof. Make sure you look at it, you know, as a data point. Try not to make yeah. things pass fail. Uh, try not to make them cumbersome. Um, we, we always tell clients is you should interview candidates to hire them, not to find a reason not to hire them. So oftentimes like we, we've gotten and counseled partners that unfortunately are, are victims of paralysis by analysis. They overtest. Uh, and it becomes a deterrent for candidates. They have to go through, <coughs> excuse me, several hours of testing. Sometimes yep. maybe multiple different testing steps. You know, and, and and that can be a turnoff, and that can also water down the results. If it takes several hours to get through a test, certainly the integrity of the test could could be in question. <coughs> excuse me. Absolutely, not a problem. Uh, unfortunately, allergy season on top of a pandemic. So it is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> many of us are hard hit. Yep. In Texas, where we're at, everything's full bloom. So my apologies. On oh that. yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about. So, so we kind of hit on. Okay, I was I was looking to hire, or things boomed. What about the other way? Um, you know, let's. You know, I, I think realistically, what we're going to see is a lot of verticalized MSPs. Some are going to blossom right now. Some of them are just if you're manufacturing healthcare, your business is probably busier than ever. Um, however, you might be a you know small shop or a school, right? I mean, it's it's a hard time. Um, yeah, education, K twelve. Uh, there's opportunity there right now. We're seeing obviously a, a, a large impact is in our hospitality. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's 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 no way around it. I mean. Data is is still key, um, as we've heard from our vendor partners as well. You still you still have a fiduciary responsibility at some level to to maintain the integrity of this data. So um, you know there there are are certain industries again, like I mentioned, hospitality that that are no doubt impacted. Um, my my hope and my goal is that 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 we do begin to stabilize in the near term. Uh, and then once again, those those verticals that have been hit, uh, the need for their their solution provider uh, will be at an all time high once we come out. Of it. So, um, yeah. you know, it, it it it's it, it is it is tough, uh, you know, to look to look those guys in the eyes, uh, and we know they're out there. But uh, we're here to help. We're here to consult. We're here to listen, and, and that's part of what I appreciate the, you know the forum here today to do that. Um, you know, we would love to provide any type of counsel, any type of support. Absolutely. And, and honestly, I, I've always loved that attitude with bar staffing team. And, you know, one of the reasons that you were one of the first we reached out to when we wanted to kick off this series was that attitude, right? And, and honestly, I hope to have you guys on multiple times going forward. I know, um, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't look like there's any end in sight, and this is going to be continuously evolving. So I think that's important. Um, you know, I think there's we're just scratching the surface of a lot of these topics. I mean, on the other side of things, those people who are graduating, the people we're highlighting right now, 
what if they do have to cut? Um, you know, when should they start to look to rehire? I mean, how long does that process usually take? Um, are there options around maybe minimize my staff but not completely losing them? I mean, what do you suggest in that scenario? Well, we, we hope all our partners remain successful, healthy, and active. So uh, unfortunately, we know that, that that's not going to be a uniform statement. So um, by and large, the time to, 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 to staff is not when you need them. Uh, and hopefully, we have metrics in place through, through the Gary Picas uh, that, that say X amount of seats under management mean this many support, level one, level two, level three. So I'm not here to regurgitate that or even tell you what, what my opinion is on that. Uh, what I can tell you conceptually is that, that you know, be proactive when it comes to hiring. Um, these are uncertain times, no doubt, but we're gonna get through this. Uh, we know that. Uh, we, we are confident that things will get better. Uh, and, and having a plan in place, being able to uh, proactively hire is is something we preach in any bull bear market and uh, in, in, in any crisis. Uh, Unfortunately, letting letting staff go is is inevitable. Uh, so we we hope that uh, that can be contained to a minimum. Uh, mm -hmm. And certainly, if there's a situation that evolves where you've got somebody great that, that you're trying to find a soft landing for, uh, well, there's options out there for that as well. Absolutely. You know, I think um, obviously all of us hope that you know our partners and. And, and just the, the channel in general will, will be as minimized as possible in terms of the effect on them um, from a staffing perspective. You know, we'd really love to see them continue to grow. I think uh, realistically, um, you know, that's one of the beautiful things about our IT channel is as vendors, we are attached to the success of our partners, right? So as they grow, we grow. And that's always one of the things I've loved about this, um, you know, this overall channel as a whole. I think, um, you know, that's an important one for us. You know, we talked about this early on and as management, my company was, what does this look like? How does this affect us, right? Events started to change, our marketing strategy changed, everything kind of took a hard shift. Um, but, you know, we quickly said financially we're sound and, you know, we're, 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 there's no plans or nothing on the horizon that even looks like we would ever have to let anybody go. So for us, we still have job recs open, you know, and that's, um, you know, that's an important conversation to have. It's a hard one. It's not one that anyone's ever comfortable having, but I think it's important to have it and have it now and really look 30, 60, 90 days out. Because if, if you're if you're not saying to yourself, hey, we may have to make some, some hard budget cuts, then realistically, you should push forward with business as usual. Because realistically, now, like you said, more than ever, people are going to realize how much their IT system works or doesn't work. Uh, this is a real test. And, and even more to the point, how outsourcing those IT functions probably makes more sense now. It, 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 as we look at, a, let's just say, a, a mid-sized construction company, uh, it, it may now make sense for them to say, rather than carry a small IT footprint, uh, an IT manager, uh, maybe a handful of help desk or uh, an escalated help desk, whatever that looks like, now is the time to go to that, 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 that business and say, have you, let's really take a deep dive into what managed services could offer you. Let, let me show you what we can provide. Let me show you what that cost is. And let's compare it to that, that team of four that you're running right now, that you're basically, you, you're, you're sort of stuck paying them through this downtime. Yeah. So, um, so it, it comes 
there's opportunity here across the board. Um, one of the things that I, I think makes uh, our partner community, and we touched on it a bit earlier, a lot of our partners were coming to us talking about, you know, having, having their their teams work flex time anywhere. Uh, so I think I hope that the that the more sophisticated and mature partners that we work with, they they themselves were impacted as not not as severely as as that mid-sized construction firm. Uh, they were set up to work remotely, hopefully, uh, even before. Uh, you know the pandemic hit. So, uh, so we we find that uh, our partner community, by and large, was somewhat prepared. Knock wood. Yeah. Uh, and, and as we navigate these times together, we we hope and think that that it's the healthy, it's it's the sound, and the mature MSP that will help get people back, get stabilize things uh, as as the workforce returns. Uh, and as bars and restaurants and hotels reopen, they will need support. <laughs> they, they, they will have to, they will have to be supported. They have needs. They will have needs. So uh, we know it's absolutely. coming. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think we've seen more and more of a shift over the years of, of remote just becoming a little more acceptable, a little more understood by the, by the companies. I mean, I know from, from our perspective on the phone side, we've seen probably about 10% of our rollouts these days are soft phone only. Yeah. People aren't as worried about having a hard phone on the desk. Um, they understand people are on the move or people are working from home and, and it's becoming more and more common. So it's it's interesting to watch what this will have as an effect going forward. Because um, you're right, businesses will come back. I mean, we're always going to need restaurants, banks, you know, all, all these things will bounce back, absolutely. Uh, there may be a change, or maybe some of those that don't come back, unfortunately. And you know, I, my heart goes out to those people who who are having a hard time through this. Um, you know, I, I have seen a major push up near me on the on the restaurant side of things. We've seen um, a company called Toast, their point of sale system, and essentially they've been going out and enabling the the smaller, the pizza shops, the cash only, the the companies that have been around probably forever and have great food and great products but never had a real technology influence, never had a POS system. They're offering a couple, I think they're now a couple months, I think it started off with 30 days of free trial. So it's pretty cool to see um, some local MSPs up here enabling some of those small businesses to still compete, to still get out there and deliver their product in a market where realistically they would instantly become extinct if they didn't. Yeah, and it's, again, that as a, I led or towards the beginning of the session here, the, the, the innovation, um, and and you know, the entrepreneurial spirit that that our our chance is a blend. Really, it is. It's 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 all of these entrepreneurs coming together. Uh, and as I see our our vendor brothers and sisters uh, uh, having other webinars, doing things, uh, providing counsel, uh, providing uh, uh, free trials, things things like that. You know, it's, it it makes you proud that that, that we're part of this community. Um, at, at, at even a small level. Uh, and I would think, back to your point about phone systems, again, using this mythical mid-sized construction company, how great could it be that uh, that not only do you, do you have a soft phone deployment, but to support that phone system, you don't have to have boots on the ground. It's in the cloud. You know, that's that beauty of, of, of a product like Beboy. You guys are able to deploy, you guys are able to support and provision all without stepping foot 
at that office. So, um, so it's it's things like that uh, that, that we're going to see are going to become now more and more the request of our clients or of our clients' clients, excuse me, the clients of the MSPs. Uh, and, and as we've been evolving our solutions, we're we're, we're ready to go. So it's it, it's again encouraging times when it comes to that type of innovation, when it comes to that type of, um, of uh, solution that now has been refined and sought after because of the crisis that we're in. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate that. And I, I think we've seen a major shift on that over the years. I mean, you look at some of the backup companies these days and they're they're doing screenshotting and all these things that are just they're automated, right? The, the, you plug them in on site and all that data is protected, but you know that in the back end, Everything's constantly being monitored and going. Um, the the huge shift overall to to the cloud, whether it's your PSA or you know your RMM to allow you real control over these computers these days. Um, it's been really amazing to watch that shift. Um, I'm excited to see kind of what happens after this, right? Is there even further of a shift into that remote control that you hit on and some of those things? I think we'll see a pretty large boom coming. Um, one final thing I did want to highlight also is you have a great ebook. That you gave us and, and uh one thing i do want to say for everyone listening is that we're going to deliver that out um this session has been recorded we'll make sure everybody gets it and it will be hosted on the site afterwards so make sure to head on over we'll make sure that there's a link posted we'll put it out there on socials so you want to talk a little bit about it yeah so we, we put this together about a year year and a half ago um so mm -hmm. i do want to stress it's not sort of uh, it's not centric around the, the, the covid response <laughs> but it, it is a good tool and, and Alec, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, it's a it's a really good tool. Gives some good insight on some best practices when it comes to interviewing, when it comes to onboarding, uh, you know, when it, when it comes to just overall health of a growing MSP. And that's really our mission here: is we we want to help grow the, the the solution provider community, uh, and and that's who we align with: our, our partners that are that that look for growth partners that, that that want to evolve and partners that, that are that are truly here to help I mean by and large most of our most of our clients started out that way so they, they, they were good at tech or they were good at selling tech uh, and, and they have a passion for it uh, and, and it's times like this where they that that passion can really really come out uh, and being able to, to solve a problem to work a problem uh, in these unique and challenging times, I, I think it's exactly what our, our channel is is designed to do. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, to kind of summarize, you hit on some amazing points today, and I appreciate you coming on. I mean, like I said, if, if I was looking for somebody to talk about staffing and recruiting, you know, you and your team at Bar Staffing were, were the first ones that came to mind. So I wanted to bring you in as an industry expert, and I appreciate the time. I know, um, you know, it's never easy to take away from your day, but, you know, I, I think to summarize, you know, the journey is still the same. People are still hiring. It's, it's the vehicle that's changed, right? We're not meeting face to face. We're not maybe going to a lunch or, or a happy hour, but we're still able to do video calls. We're still able to do plenty of phone calls, testing, all that's going to operate the same exact way. It's that last 10% that, that's going to have a slight shift in the, in the vehicle that changes it, but the journey and where you're going is still exactly the same. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, again, Alec, you know, we're, we're friends and, you know, I, I think I speak for you at some level when I say if there's anything that, that I can do, um, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, my team, very easy to find, um, you know, especially in times like this, 
we're, we're here to help. And, and you know, that's, that's our goal. That's our mission. Uh, Troy Gelsky, who many of you know on my team as well, um, we're, we're both here at, at, at any time. Shoot an email, shoot a LinkedIn note, um, give us a call in the office, leave us a message. If we're not around. Um, we're on the other line, it will be returned. Uh, that, that's, that's what we're about. So if there's anything Absolutely. we can do, please don't hesitate. Hopefully the ebook, uh, some of you find useful uh, and, and, and keep it as a, as a resource when, when things are booming again, and we know that's coming. Absolutely. So I'm sure James will have you back or, or maybe Troy from your team, uh, but you know, I appreciate it and look forward to speaking with you guys soon throughout all this. Like James said, great resource. If you guys have any questions or, you know, if, if you do have that kind of hard decision, you do need to place somebody somewhere. They're honestly a great resource. They'll help somebody find something and, and help them with you through that hard time. Um, but, you know, furthermore, you know, I think, we're, you know, together as an industry, we're, we're banding together and, and that's what's important to see here. And, um, you know, I'm hoping to bring some more education for you guys. We have some really great sessions coming up on finance and, um, you know, some of the more state run or global or federal run benefits that are coming out for you guys. I think there's a lot happening with that really fast right now. Um, so we're going to try and get ahead of it, just kind of bring that information to you in the simplest and easiest way possible and help everyone give the app, uh, you know, the app opportunity and the platform to ask those questions and get through all that. So um, you're going to see these Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so make sure to register, take a take a look, and uh, you should see James's uh, ebook as well as this session recorded and up there. Um, I'm gonna apologize for audio not always being perfect. I know we had a little hiccup there, but um, that's part of the fun of working from home. And we're gonna work through this. We're gonna have uh, you know plenty of uh, plenty more sessions to come. So thanks everyone for joining us. And again, if you need anything, head over to Bar Staffing uh, Facebook page, LinkedIn page. There's tons of ways to reach them. You can reach me. Facebook, LinkedIn, um, the BYU page. We're around. We're here to help. So let us know if you need us. Take care. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, James. Yep.